you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Four-point game. We just need one drive. Believe it, and you'll be world champs. The triple crown winner cannot be stopped. You got to find a way to get the ball to your best player. Cooper Cut makes the catch. It's third and goal. Throw goes middle. It's batted down. Incomplete. There's the flag. Yes! Stafford takes a snap. Whistles one to the end zone. A flag down as Pop takes a shot to the helmet. You all right? Hey, let's go, man. This is to win the Super Bowl. Stafford from under center. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup got it. Yeah! And that was the Cooper Cup drive. You a bad man! Super Cooper! You are a world champion! By the way, I love you. Yeah, we didn't just press the wrong button and hit re-rack on a team that we wanted to talk about in 2022. There is purpose behind this Rams discussion, and you are here for it. Welcome inside Good Morning Football Live in New York City. It's Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCordy. My usuals to my right and my left. But across from me, Logan Ryan filling in for one Peter Schrager today. Uh, Logan, you see a team like that, the Rams, and you can either play for the Patriots and just be there in the battles and you're building it, or you have one shot to play for a team and you win a title. What would you do? I would say I, I, I appreciate the building it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the process. Cool. That's awesome. Wow, he said process. It's been like a minute and 40. Bill Belichick is proud. He's proud. <laughs> He's proud of you. Uh, so we are just two days away from having the 2023 NFL schedule revealed, and tomorrow we will unveil the international games as well, and they're hosting cities right here on our show. We know some of the teams that are going abroad. We don't know who they're playing and where exactly it'll be, and your tickets also will be available as well in the next couple days for single-game seats, which is fantastic. But until then, we'll keep you busy with the lead block. The lead block. The lead block. Matt Stafford is feeling refreshed and ready to go for off-season workouts after missing the final seven weeks in 2022. 2023, 2022. According to wide receiver Van Jefferson, who dealt with injuries of his own last year, Stafford is, quote, looking great. He's always been great. So it's just great to be out there with him again and see him healthy and seeing him slinging it like he always does. That's great. Um... Things uh, could be better, you know, from year one to year two in terms of year one, you win a Super Bowl. Year two, not so much. Uh, You see the drop-off in wins. You see the drop-off in points scored. It was just uh, injuries across the board. Uh, 12 losses was the most ever by a defending Super Bowl Mm. champion. Not a a historical stat you want to be a part of. Teams feared seeing the Rams on their schedule in 21. Not the case in 22. Do the Rams have what it takes to recapture that fear factor that they had going mm. on in 21? I think they do somewhat. That's going to be because the guy's back. That's not Matt Stafford. That's Cooper Cup. Okay. Mm. I mean, in 2021, Cooper Cup is number one in receptions, number one in receiving yards, 
Number one receiving TDs. Number one in catching the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I feel like this guy is a security blanket. He is, and Matt Stafford, their peanut butter and jelly, man. And he's going to find them. He can get open in the zone coverages. He's beating man-to-man. The whole defensive game plan is to stop Cooper Cup. So I think he's tough after the catch. And he's one of the most willing blockers out there in football. So he doesn't take a playoff. He powers their running game because of how he blocks. He powers their passing game. And playing against him, our whole game plan, he kept our defensive coordinator up on how do we slow down Cooper Cup. And if we don't slow him down, it's going to be a long day. So I think he opens up everything for McVay. He opens up Van Jefferson. He opens up the running game. Cooper Cup is the key to to L.A. Rams. Now, Lowe, when I hear you talk, your understanding of football is elite. The way you can mm-hmm. describe something, you talked about getting Aaron Rodgers' an interception, what you disguise and how you're able to trick him. I've heard Cooper Cup talk after a game and him break down an entire defense and why he ran the route he ran. When you're going against a player like that that has the physical skills but also the mental approach, how tough is it playing and play out to be able to win against him? I mean, it's really tough because you can't take away everything. So mm-hmm. if he knows what your leverage is, you know you're, where you're trying to take him away, he just go the other way. He has a, so much freedom in their offense to find space. And I think he's great at finding space. And I think we look at receivers so much like, how can they beat man-to-man? How fast are they? How fast mm-hmm. are they? And it's like, no, how they know how to settle up in the zones. That's how you get your chunks to get 100-yard games, is really beating zone coverage as well as man. So I think his IQ, I heard, is like a quarterback on the field. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I look at it like uh, – uh, NBA pick and roll with Embiid and, and, and Harden. Mm-hmm. They both know how to play off each other. It's hard to stop. It's a two-man mm-hmm. game, and I think that's what Cup and Stafford are doing out there. In this is the, the third-round pick. Eastern Washington <laughs> runs a 4-6. Right. People can't stop this guy because he's smart? Like, that's fascinating. That's, that's, that's what it takes. I mean, he's, he's talented and everything, but he's not like this incredible physical specimen or something. But he's the guy? Like, what is so special about him? Just above the shoulders? Right, and I, I think, like, like you say, he runs 4-5, four, 4-6, four, whatever that might be. 4-6-2. He's, he's not a track star. But you know what? When you're in great shape, you run 4-6 every play. I know 4-3 and 4-4 four, four guys that aren't in great shape, and they're running 4-8, four, 4-9 four, out there because they're tired. <laughs> Cooper Cup is in elite shape. He takes care of his body. He knows the game. It's easy for him. And I think he's always going to find ways. If you don't stop him on third down, they'll go for it on fourth down and throw it to him again. Yeah. Mm. And the offense knows where they're going, and the defense doesn't know where you're going. So they always have that advantage. And I think when he knows how to option and get open, he's just a tough It's a tough matchup. It's a tough find. He challenges the entire defense. Yeah, and to your point, when you understand the game, you're able to move at a faster pace, and you can see that Mm -hmm. with his game. And it's very impressive. And you talk about Cooper Cup being out there and defenses having to fear him and kind of a one-two punch between him and Matthew Stafford. For them to regain that same fear factor, I don't know. When you win a Super Bowl, you lose a lot of the guys that help impose that fear factor. Robert Woods was on the offensive side of the ball. They brought Odell Beckham Jr. And Von Miller was on that team when you talk about fear Jalen Ramsey as well but the defensive side doesn't need a two-man show Aaron Donald alone on that defensive side of the ball will put fear in anyone the way he plays the game the destruction that he causes when he is out there now he missed six games last year it was the first time since like 2017 that he hasn't had double digit Uh sacks because when he's out there on the field, it is a huge impact. This guy looks like Thanos. When you see him with his shirt off, when you see him working yeah. out. So when you want to mention the word fear, Aaron go. Donald is what you want to say, is what you picture when you say the word fear. This guy holding a Super Bowl trophy. But, I mean, I want to see him in the back. room. I just want to see him flexing, yeah. show us, like, everything <laughs> that God put together. Like, that is fear. 
you see something like that coming at you, I'm getting out of the way. He looks like a defensive back or a receiver, mm -hmm. but he is almost 300 pounds, and he is playing on a defensive line, and he is moving people out of his way to get to quarterbacks. So maybe not that same level of fear that they had back when they were winning a Super Bowl in 21, but as long as Aaron Donald is playing on the defensive side of the ball, mm -hmm. all will fear mm -hmm. him. <laughs> Ramos, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's right incredible. Now. He looks just like it. Um, I want to see McVeigh with his shirt off now. Let's see him. Come on. <laughs> McVay, is, yeah. is McVeigh scaring people anymore? I love McVeigh. He shows up and takes over this Rams team that was genetically predisposed to having seven or eight wins every single year and just immediately right out of the gates has him winning. I think it's an interesting thing that's happened with Sean McVeigh is he was looked at the wonderkin, they say, that phrase, like this, this mm -hmm. prodigy. And now that's inspired everybody else to go find their prodigy. Like there's yes. there's like 15 right. McVeighs in the league now because of what the Rams did with McVeigh. That is all him. So he doesn't have the novelty of the Sean McVay young offensive brilliant mm. mind anymore. It's like he has to really redefine himself. It's probably one of the most intriguing teams in the league because what the hell are they this year? You know, Stafford is older and beat up and we love him, but like he's back and like are you, is anybody picking the Rams to like go to a title game this year or, or even win the West. There's not going to be a lot of love on them. And I just still get it McVay. Like, he has had this great run. Got a couple of Super Bowls. He cashed one in. And now, like, it's the classic story. It's like, has the league caught up? Does McVay have new surprises? Now, if you follow what happened at the end of last season, he basically just went in and, like, cleaned house and did this ruthless, ruthless thing where he's like, I'm hiring new coaches. You're out, you're out, you're out, you're out. And that's cold-blooded, but it was a terrible season. So, Picks his own guys, new staff, Stafford back, cut back. It almost kind of feels like no excuses. I just want to see if the rest of these little McVeighs have caught up with like the patient zero McVeigh. And that's we don't know until they play the games. What's interesting, and I'm going to talk about the coaching staff changes. Okay. What's interesting about about half of the names on the list, because there was nearly a dozen changeover coaching hmm. spots. If you want fear, just let go of all of the people that you had hired and make a complete change, but remain the boss. Um, this is five names, uh, but I'm looking at about a dozen. Specifically, you see Jimmy Lake, you see Ron Gould. A lot of these guys are coming directly from the college game. Jimmy Lake was let go as a head coach at Washington. Uh, Ron Gould worked uh, at Stanford as a running backs coach as well. So the, the influx of the college game I find interesting, the fact that maybe uh, McVay's trying to keep things fresh there. Of course, LaFleur comes from the Jets. There's a couple of Patriots guys that touch the Titans as well. So where he is pulling from, specifically of the Belichick Vrabel tree, the college tree, you look at that list and you're like, what? is he doing here? What is he cooking up? But, you know, I, I had to take on the coaching changes because Peter's not okay. here. I know Peter would just be able to oh rip God. these things yeah, off. Like I know. Scrooge yes. into the vault. Exactly. <laughs> oh so gosh. I try to do it justice. But the, the fact that there was a lot of talk about McVeigh needing the break, mm. about McVeigh needing, I need a year away because I was hired mm. so young, mm -hmm. because I was a wonder kid and I had success early. But he obviously looked inside himself and yeah. said, I don't need the break. I need a change for people that work for me. I mean, if you were playing for a team that had everyone cleaned house, but the head coach stayed the same, what would that tell you about workouts when you showed back up to the front, for the front door? They're going to try to pitch it as a lot of new energy and new faces, but I don't, I don't know that list of names, but half of them will probably be head coaches in three years. Mm. That's yeah. what McVay does. I, I mean, everybody I in the league Turnover. comes from McVay's system, so mm -hmm. he's obviously doing something right. He's developing head coaches like quarterbacks. You know, yeah. I just think, I mean, his history speaks for himself, his ability to, to bringing along these coaches, and mm -hmm. everyone wants a McVay coach. All you can hope for is that it can't go any worse than last year for him. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. So let's step right up into a segment that we are going to call Three Step Drop. It's a classic one. Here's how it's going to work. Three steps, three questions, three minutes to answer each. That's kind of the mid-form, step one and a half Whose of a three-step prop. I'm just saying, yeah. Dak, Dak Prescott. Dak? You think it's Dak? Yeah, Dak. The no, they, they're on that side. Oh, so you they guys know from the, shoes. Yeah. from the shoes. Someone in the staff needs to confirm that's Dak Prescott. That was impressive. That All right, was really ahead, impressive. Uh, we're going to start uh, quarterbacks in the AFC. We ranked, we put them in tiers last week, which yeah. was really fun. So now let's this spin it ahead. That. It's not that. Okay. We got them all here. No one was forgotten. Uh, with the schedule release two days away, first step, which AFC quarterback week one game will you be circling? Kyle, if you would like oh, to use Excalibur. I'm going to go right here, Mr. Content. <laughs> Not him, him. I want to see Lamar. I want to see Lamar with the new receivers. He's got a rookie receiver. He's got an old, really famous receiver. He's got a receiver who used to be a rookie, now is coming off an injury, and he has a massive new contract. I don't care who he's playing. I want to watch Lamar Jackson. That's an easy one. Logan. Oh, yeah. Excalibur. I think the guy that we're Didn't not really talking name. about enough but has high expectation is this guy right here. Mm. Oh, Trev. Trevor okay. Lawrence. We've seen him in the playoffs last year. Is it going to be four picks in the first half? Yeah. Or is he going to come back and bring him back in? I saw him talk his talk on social media. Put some respect on my name, Jacksonville. You guys have high expectations. It's going to start with this guy winning that division. It's going to have to start with Trevor Lawrence. Absolutely. That's a good one. You saw him talk some trash on social media. What what could Trevor possibly be be talking about? (laughs) Can we please see what Trevor Lawrence possibly could have been talking trash about on social media? It's the offseason. What could he possibly be (laughs) talking trash about? about? Mm -hmm. Early on or just in phase two? But (laughs) what could he be talking about? Possibly... Good morning, football. Our guy Kyle Brandt ranking quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence, did you have thoughts on our tiers? Because we just offseason, we're trying to talk about some stuff. The game ain't played on paper is what Trevor Lawrence had to say about our tier talk and where the quarterbacks rank. So, Logue, I am right with you. This guy, Trevor Lawrence, hair flowing, big old smile. Week one, we want to see where he's at because, Mm. like he said, the game ain't played on paper. Mm. Said with such conviction. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have an honest moment with everybody. I just had my first panic. My first panic because oh. in in the prompter it says Jamie talks Aaron Rodgers, oh, yeah, I see that. which makes sense because he's in the AFC. My first panic ever of thinking, oh my god, I picked somebody in the what NFC. Are you thinking, I, right? What am I, I doing? Know. Why did I skip a question? No, 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 no. He's in the AFC now, everybody. Alert, alert! And my Vikings blood just had an absolute NFC North panic attack. It's not true. He really is hanging up here. <laughs> Look at this guy. As if this screen, I'm looking here, I'm looking here, here, here. I can't stop. They're everywhere. The I quarterbacks know. are everywhere. As if this screen wasn't loaded enough, I go here. I don't care who they're playing. Week one, week four, week 17. When their bye week is, how does he handle himself in the bye week? I am fascinated. I'm curious. I want to watch every week that that man is in the AFC because he is, in fact, in the AFC. All right, moving on. Yes. 
to the NFC. It was it's gonna happen to all of us every once I in a know. while. The fact that he's in the AFC East, this, the logo still looks strange. Yeah. You agree? He's still wearing green. So. It, yeah. It, yeah, that's true. true. But just the Jets. Uh, oh, we still have 20 seconds. Should we talk about how jarring <laughs> it is to see the Jets logo on him in the slow motion. Was that pass thrown behind? I still think it is. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> it's right there. Put that in slow mo. Okay, I'll just slowly <laughs> take my time with Excalibur talking about the next quarterback. Skip next the question. Which NFC? It's three step drop. There's a purpose with the yeah, madness. Sure. Uh, which NFC quarterbacks week one game will you be circling? Oh, okay. Uh, and here we go. Jason, you get to begin. Oh, yes. I love to start this off. NFC quarterback. Can we get our NFC quarterbacks there up we here? There yes. we this is no all these runners. beautiful smiles. And I am looking at a young guy. I am looking at Mr. Bryce oh. Young right here. The first overall pick. The one thing I heard about him as he's coming out for the draft was this guy is a point guard. The way he is able to distribute the ball and get it to all of his weapons. Well, Bryce Young as a point guard reminds me of another point guard in Charlotte in the area. Played for the Hornets. Muggsy Bowles. Everybody wanted to talk about Bryce Young's height. I can't wait to see him out there for the Carolina Panthers distributing the ball under Frank Wright in that offense and getting it to his guys and making plays on the next level in the NFL. Can't wait to see Bryce Young. I like that he's so new that we, we, he's not even looking at the camera in his Mm-mm. picture because he doesn't have the official head. Yeah. He does not. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, he doesn't he have it. Not. All right, so this is what happens sometimes, Logan. When someone goes first, like Jason just did, and they have a creative idea, like an NBA comp, you all have to kind of follow suit <laughs> and ad lib. So I'm going to go. Oh, great. I'm going to Scottie Pippen right here. Big, <laughs> tall, athletic, distributor. Uh, maybe doubted a little bit. He doesn't have his Jordan yet, but he has a lot more friends to play with. Because I also think that the NFL schedule friends, who we just love, they might do something nuts and just go to one of the most exciting young players in the league, to one of the most mysterious in week one. And you don't see me right now because we're looking at Justin Fields running the ball. But what if he plays Jordan Love in week one in the division, Fields versus Love? We'll get so many answers to the questions. This guy, due respect to you, Jared, I love you too, and you know how I feel about this guy. But if we just leap here... Is I mean, there's talk, there's crazy talk out there in the streets about Justin Fields that like he is going to make up five different jumps and be an MVP candidate versus they still should have traded him and gone with Bryce Young. Like all kinds of polarizing talks about Justin Fields. My Scottie Pippen, not from Central Arkansas, from Ohio State, but that's my guy. Who's up, Logan? You've been brewing it. Do you all have right. an NBA comp for your player? He bought I'm, you some uh, time. And I'm going to stay in the division. And a team that's got a lot of high hopes in the division is going to be with this guy led by Jared. Golf. Okay. I don't know. The Lions were scoring 30 a game last year. They were cooking on offense. Then they decide to go get that running back in the first round. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, why are you doing Kids. that? But he's got to be worth something. If they want to get their guy like that, that guy's got to be pretty good. Jared Goff had a great year in Detroit. Expectations are high. Now you have that pressure of expectation to perform in this division. You're going NBA comp? Is it Detroit? Mm. What Detroit Piston would he be? I got I got a player playing right now in the playoffs. Austin Reeves, I'm okay. him. Wow. I'm him, Jared he Goff. Is. You got to be him this year, man. It's going to start with you. You got to show what you did last year. It wasn't a fluke. I don't think it was. You've been a pretty good player in this league. You've been a winner in this league. Detroit, you guys have some expectation. Yes, they do. You loaded up on defense. You got some weapons in the draft on offense. And it's all going to start with this guy to see what this division is about. Beautiful. But it might go through Detroit. Mm. Let's go. Oh, whoa, whoa. Gutsy. And the hooker's really coming, too. And the, exactly. Uh, this whole NFC quarterback situation just screams, like, who are you? Like, who are you? Who are you? What are we going to do here? Who are you? Are you even the guy? We're not even sure. But I go here with this big, goofy grin and Desmond Ritter and the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I think it was proclaimed first time ever since 73 or something that we got four new quarterbacks in the division. I'm going to borrow time from the AFC. Uh, 
Desmond Rinner, are you Trey Young? Are you going to take over yeah. Atlanta? Are you who are? Are we going to want to see this face? Are you a marketable face? Are you a marketable play? Are you going to become the star? You could because they're building. They got a great team, great coach in Arthur Smith. I'm curious about this because did they draft oh. you for a reason? Mm, All right, James yellow. Palmer. Right ahead to go there. Uh, dropping some knowledge ahead of Thursday's uh, schedule release that Jalen Hurts versus Patrick Mahomes will be the sixth all-time regular season meeting between two starting quarterbacks from the previous Super Bowl. The last such meeting occurred in 2017 between Tom Brady and Matt Ryan. The Super Bowl winning quarterback has won four of mm. those five matchups with Jim Kelly's win over Troy Aikman uh-huh. back in 93 being the only exception. So third and final step on our three-step drop. What's your most anticipated quarterback matchup in 2023? My most anticipated quarterback matchup in 2023. I don't know if any pictures are coming up, so I'm just going to say that Mm. is still in the deck, Prescott. But I think for my matchup, James Palmer is a smart guy, and I'm riding along with him as we talk about the Super Bowl matchup from last season. Hurts and Mahomes. These are the two guys I want to see. The last time we watched football as a nation, watching an NFL game, was the Super Bowl, and these guys were fantastic. Hurts throwing for over 300 yards. Mahomes throwing three touchdowns. We almost wish the holding call didn't happen just to see that game continue to be played out. I can't wait to see these two guys go at it in Arrowhead. Wow, four out of the five matchups, yeah. the winning Super Bowl team, mm-hmm. that quarterback has won. Let's see what happens when this matchup comes. I want to see when it's going to happen. Can we get that grid back? We love that grid. I, I, with <laughs> due respect to the stock photo of Dak Prescott, I like yeah. the grid to reference How about it. for Logan's, can we check out the AFC quarterbacks? That might help. Yeah, that. Let's just check out the things. AFC ones. Yeah, just, we'll just take a look. AFC Let's just yeah. take a look yeah, at Logan. I'm going to stick in the AFC. And I think two of the top five quarterbacks in the league, and it's got to be Joe Burrow, which a lot of people would pick number one overall to start their franchise with. And that's got to be against the man himself, Lamar Jackson. Mm. Lamar's got weapons around him. Joe Burrow's got weapons around him. We haven't seen Lamar in the offense that he's about to be in now with Munkin. And we know Joe Burrow's cool as ice. And he's he's proven big games, comebacks. He's, He's the coolest quarterback out there. So, I mean, these two, I'm sure there's so many quarterbacks in high school right now, in Little League, trying to model a game after mm. Joe Burrow. And you got these kids trying to model the game off of Lamar Jackson. I'm excited to see these offenses play. And they get to play twice a year mm-hmm. in the same division, a heated division for years. The Bengals, the Ravens, they're loaded up. I'm excited to see these guys go at it twice a year for the future. No doubt. And I have something similar to that. Let me see, Jason. Yep. I think a quarterback moves into your conference. It has your curiosity. A quarterback moves into your division. It has your attention. I look right here, and I look here. These two. <laughs> this is a big deal now because this guy's had a few years of really young Mac, really young Tua, yeah. and last year Zach Wilson at Al. And now you have a four-time MVP who's not just moseying around the conference. Twice a year, maybe three times a year. This team right here, believe it or not, guys, beat this team last year mm-hmm. with Zach Wilson. And now you got the guy. And by the way, I, I say this uh, uh, to flatter Rodgers. Doesn't he just look 50 years older than the rest of these guys? I'm sorry, Aaron. Like, you're the man. But, like, Pickett looks yes. like he could be his grandson. Look at Burrow. Look at that Burrow. Burrow. These Not people even the All same. of them. All of them. Pick anyone you want. Um, these two going at it. They're really close. They golf together. They've, they're friends. They're both California guys. This is a big one because I love the two of these guys. Yeah. Different generations. Jamie Erdahl, there you are. You know, uh, what's making me curious is the fact that we just asked for, they said there's two different conferences. Yeah. Well, we're always picking from this when we yeah, no kidding. anticipated. <laughs> Top shelf. Um, I could not decide on one. Shocking. So I went here 
And I went, I don't care who you're playing. I care about anybody that you're playing. When you play this guy twice, when you play okay. that guy twice, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. One of the most kind of, over the past couple of years, not really exciting, but now could be the divisions. Who else are you going to play? Once, twice, three times? I don't care. Anything Anthony Richardson does this season, I'm going to be watching because the question yesterday mm-hmm. was about this logo. Do we care? Are you fun? Are we going to want to watch? Sure yeah. Because if he is who everyone said you are to go number four overall, then we're going to care yeah. and we're going to like it. It's going to be awesome. Which I think it's interesting. Nobody picked that bottom row second from the right. The, well, the Super Bowl MVP. No one wants to see anything well, Kyle, he got going on. Yes. Yesterday during a segment, yeah. what did you say about this division? I don't uh, want to hear it. It's just, I don't right. want to hear any competition. But he can play out. We can play. He can play Rogers. He can play Allen. Anybody. It's just Mahomes. Just it's all just Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. God bless you, Patrick. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's happening? This is GMFB Jamie over the... I started again. GMFB Diner, where the hash browns are crispy. The takes are hot because Logan Ryan has already been serving up takes that are extra crispy in his two days on the show. I'm Jamie. I'll be your server. Before we get going, first and foremost, I don't like serving. I like eating, so I already have a problem with this segment. We're going to talk football, though. Okay, great. Let's do it. First up, every good diner's got a special sauce, and I'm not talking about sauce. Gardner, mm. we're going to talk about players that you think will break out and show that they have special sauce coming into this season. Jason, serve it up. Yeah, I'm going with a defensive back, a guy in Carolina. J.C. Horn. I think this is a guy that has an opportunity to showcase his talents. He's extremely good, but he hasn't been on the field a lot. Only 16 games in the last two seasons. I think he'll get an opportunity with a lot more eyeballs in Carolina this year Mm. because of the addition of Bryce Young to that city and to that franchise. 6'1", 200 pounds. This guy's an absolute baller. He just needs to remain out there on the field and showcase what he can do. So I'm looking forward to watching J.C. Horn in some primetime games this year matched up against some of your favorite number one wide receivers in the league. Young, fun team in Carolina. Logan, who do you have? Yeah, I got a guy who may have already been broken out, but we're going to see a lot more of him. That's Brandon Cooks okay. the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, I love the fit. The speed that brings on that offense, that, that frees up C.D. Lamb so much. Yeah. He got going into year 10. He's been a proven uh, number one receiver. Mm-hmm. He's got 600-plus re- receptions. He's on his way to 10,000 yards receiving. That seems pretty tough to me, and he's pretty consistent. But I love his smarts, his route running, and just the vertical threat that he brings to the Cowboys offense is going to free up CeeDee Lamb a ton, and it's going to uh, free up Tony Pollard in the backfield to run routes out the slot and to be able to run the ball. So I think he just brings what T.Y. had, a little younger, a little more juice. Yep. And I think we're going to see a lot more of Brandon Cooks on you know, Dallas Cowboys in those primetime games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kyle? A diner is nothing without Cooks. It was a perfect choice. We absolutely exactly. need it. I feel like I am in a diner right now. We're feeling like some, some background noise. Yep. There's definitely some gum on the bottom of this Ooh, table. Sure. There's a menu 50 pages long. I don't know how those places, they have like a, a Oysters Rockefeller, Chop mm-hmm. Suey, Chicken Parm, Breakfast. Yep. They got yeah. everything. And so do we at our disposal. But I think at a diner, you always want more. Yes. And if you have a little jukebox at your table, you can play DJ. I will go with DJ Moore of now the Chicago Bears. Like, it's crazy to say out loud. DJ Moore is always that guy where you're like, if you take a running back early in fantasy, he's that wide receiver you get, like, in the third round. It's like... 
End of the first tier or top of the second tier. Really great young player. He's done amazing things. And now he's going to be in the main in the mainstream. He's going to be in a huge media market with a massively famous quarterback who's trying to break out. And you represent something in Chicago, which is I am going to be your star receiver, Chicago. Something yeah. you normally do not have. I will have DJ Moore with a side of hash browns. I'll take it. That's my order. And you will put your special sauce on DJ Moore with yep. a side of hash browns. Sure. That special sauce part, that was just one player, one piece of the breakfast mm-hmm. ingredient. The beauty of the diner is mm-hmm. that oftentimes you can just be like, I don't know, give me the works. Like, get it all on there. Just everything that's in the kitchen, cooks just get to put it on your plate. There must be a team that has the works working for them this season ahead of 2023. Jason, who's got the works? Yeah, jack of all trades. That's what every diner has. Like you mm. said, Menu 50 Anything pages long. Anything whatever you want, whatever type of food, Italian, mm-hmm. American, mm-hmm. we have it all. A team like that is residing in Philadelphia, the Eagles. Uh, you kind of figure out how do they go into the draft and get better after all the weapons they had last season, obviously starting off with Jalen Hurst. But then they go and get Jalen Carter, go get Nolan Smith, Ringo from Georgia as well, Sidney Brown to fill a need at the safety position. But on top of that, before the draft even showed up, they were able to re-sign their guys, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. We thought Slay was leaving, was going to be another bird in Baltimore, but decided to stay in Philly alongside his running mate and James Bradbury. So the Philadelphia Eagles, yes, they return A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, all of those guys. This is a team, as you look through the roster, you're just like, where where are the weaknesses? Oh, yeah, Jason Kelsey's back as well. He decided to play another year, and they were in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So Philadelphia Eagles, they have every page of that menu covered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who you got? Yeah, I'm not going far for this one. And this place is used to its diners. It's the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. The works. I mean, you're bringing Aaron Rodgers in, and I just think that changes everything. As you see, just the charisma in the building, the, the players, the pep in their step, the offense is going to be much better. I understand they got to figure out a left tackle and figure out who's going to play there. But guess what? Aaron Rodgers gets the ball out quicker than any quarterback in the NFL. So he'll, he'll make up for that. He'll compensate. I love the receiving core around him. I like the running back in Brees Hall. And the defense. They got the big man up front. They got to resign. I love C.J. Mosley. Probably one of the most underrated players in the league. He is a cornerstone at linebacker. And you got that young secondary, D.J. Reed and Sauce Gardner. They're playing great at a high level. The Jets got it all, man. They're all in. And I think, I think this is the year that they can make some noise. Well, I'll stand on their division. When you go to a family meal at a diner, by the time yeah. you are done, the table is World War III. There is everything they can possibly... There's, there's 60 big plates. There's little plates. There's the food. There's the side orders. There's the cup of creams. There's the sugar. There's, there's 50 different waters that you didn't even order. There's so many beverages... And for that, when you get to the end of the meal, when everything's full and they put everything can on the table, what do you get? You get the bill. And I'm going to go with the bills. The mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills. They got everything they need, guys. It's the, I think they even have things. They drafted a tight end in the first round. I'm not even sure they did need them. They drafted them anyway. It's like when you order your food, and it's like there's coleslaw, there's pickles, there's, there's breakfast potatoes. There's everything on the plate. They just decided to order it. Sure, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. They have a very good tight end in Dawson Knox, who was awesome in the red zone last year and made his first Pro Bowl. And they decided in the first round to bring sand to the beach and just bring lightning to the team. Uh, it's not. I think when you get the bill at the diner, it's usually like you've eaten your fill. Maybe you drank your fill, too. We'll get to that in a second. But I think it's the bills. I think they have the worst shape. What, what happens when you get the bill, but yeah. you just come up a little bit short time after time? Do you? Because yeah. in Buffalo, it seems like they almost got there, but it's true. a little bit short. Maybe they shouldn't order the Kansas City barbecue. You know, they couldn't pay for it. That's the type of thing. They can't cover it. Yeah. Oh. Hey. 
It's that time of the week to welcome in our NFL Network front office analyst. He's won three Super Bowls as VP of Player Personnel for the New England Patriots. He calls Tom Brady Tommy, and uh, we get to ask him questions and pick his brain. It's Scott Pioli. Yo, Scott! <laughs> <laughs> What's that all yeah. about? <laughs> it's part of your resume. It's true. I mean, yeah. you do. I did not lie. Uh, we Scott, we had so much fun with you during our draft shows because you get to know the guys really well, and that's the beauty behind Scott Pioli. And now the draft is behind us. Let's look ahead. Rich Eisen came up with a list of the biggest post-draft mysteries heading into next season. Was yours on that list, or do you have a new one to bring to the table? You know, I took one off of Rich's list because I, I, I'm really curious who's going to win the NFC South. You know, I go back. There was a March 31st show that you guys did in studio, and you absolutely killed the NFC South. I think I said the West, but I mean the NFC South. And to me, this is a fascinating league. This is the first time since, I want to say it's 1973, that a division has had all new starting quarterbacks. And when you look now at New Orleans, who has Derek Carr, Bryce Young in Carolina, the Bucks have Baker Mayfield, this is going to be a completely different look division. And then when you look at the Atlanta Falcons, I think the Falcons are sneaky talented and they've got a team that's being led by Arthur Smith, who I think quietly and slowly has not only put together a group of players that are right for him, but they're a solid group of players. They're not spectacular. It's not a sexy division. But here's the bottom line. Whoever wins that division is going to be in the tournament and they will be someone that other teams have to deal with. And they'll be playing at home. We know that, Scott. Meanwhile, Mark Ross has an article out right now at NFL.com where he presents the 10 rookies that he believes are in the best situations to succeed right off the bat in year one and beyond. Who would be on your top rookie of that list? Which is the one? Yeah, Kyle, I tell you, I'm going to stay in the NFC South, so I apologize to you NFC South haters, but I'm looking at B. John Robinson. And the reason I'm looking at him, it's because Arthur Smith knows the running game. Everywhere that Arthur Smith has been, he has been a part of a dominant running game. Bijan is an incredible talent. Not only can he run the ball well, but he's a good receiver. And I think back to Najee Harris's rookie year where he led the NFL in touches. He had some outrageous number of like 381 touches or something like that. That's what I think Bijan Robinson is going to end up doing this year. He's going to get a ton of touches. And like Najee, he's going to run for 1,200 yards or plus. But again, the other thing is because Bijan is such a good receiver, remember back in that season in 2021, Najee Harris's rookie year, he had 74 catches also. So when I look at a rookie who's going to be put in a situation and a circumstance and with a coach who's really going to use him and try to use him the right way, I'm looking at Bijan. I love that. And the one thing about the running back position, it can always help out the quarterback and make the game easier for a guy like Desmond Ritter. With the schedule release, it is almost here. Scott, I want to know which AFC or NFC quarterback matchup will you have circled for this 2023 season? Uh, Jason, you're going to love this answer, I hope, because... I don't see games as quarterback versus quarterback. When I when I hear those questions, and, and I know they put you up to that, so I don't look at quarterback versus quarterback. I'm looking at teams versus quarterbacks or teams versus teams. The one that I'm looking forward to is Aaron Rodgers twice this year facing the New, uh, the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. The albatross around the Jets' neck has been forever 
the New England Patriots. And if they're going to slay that dragon, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers finding a way to dominate the New England Patriots. If they're going to be the best in that division, they're going to have to beat the best. I understand right now the Bills are, but in order for the Jets to even encroach upon the Buffalo Bills, they've got to get past the New England Patriots. So I can't wait to see Aaron Rodgers match up twice this year against Bill Belichick and see if he's actually going to change the Jets' fortunes or not. Scott Lowe. What do you think, Lowe? Yeah, Scott, yesterday and today I proudly proclaimed that I played in the two greatest Super Bowls of all time. <laughs> yep. Super Bowl 49 when the Malcolm Butler and we defeat the Seahawks and Super Bowl 51, obviously 28-3. So what do you think was your the best Super Bowl of all time in your opinion? Well, I'm going to mention two here, but like you being a former Patriot, I've got to mention Super Bowl 36. I go to that back to that game, but also that season. That was the season of 9-11. That was the season that we were coming off a prior year where we were 5-11. and We were not a very good football team, and we got on a run that season. We went up against the, the St. Louis Rams, and we were underdogs by a significant margin. We went up 17-3. The Rams come racing back with like a minute 30 left. Kurt Warner ties it up, and we kick a field goal to win the game, 20-17, final play of regulation. It was so exciting. Now, obviously, I'm biased, but when we talk about other Super Bowls, I do have to mention Super Bowl Seven, which I was a young boy at the time, seven years old, as a matter of fact, and... The Washington, uh, they were the Redskins at the time. I don't know if I can say that, but that's what they were. They were playing against the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins were trying to finish an undefeated season. The game was out in Los Angeles Coliseum. And again, I was a very young boy, so we had a black and white television. And after that game, the Dolphins were the rage of the NFL, but the nation. And I remember seeing pictures that next week in Sports Illustrated of this team and these colors, and it just brought the game to life to me in a very different way. So in another very selfish way and personal way, that Super Bowl win and the perfection of that season is something that stuck with me for a very, very long time. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 